Hi everyone, today is my grandmother's yard site, so I'd like to dedicate this clip Lilo Nishmas Rusbas Tvinoach, Zichon Lubracha, and any inspiration from this should be as chus for her. Being that my grandmother was born shortly after Shavuos, that's why they named her Rus, and also, interestingly enough, she was Niftaras right before Shavuos, I was thinking that it would be nice if today's topic was from Miguel's Rus. By the way, Ding, ding, ding. Here's your preemptive reminder to start reading up on Shavuos. You know, it makes it so much more meaningful when you could connect to the day. Instead of spending all that time fretting over the fact that Prince Charming has not yet arrived, and horror of horrors, your husband will not be there to taste your 10,000 calorie cheesecake. But this year, you don't have to worry because you'll be too busy appreciating the beautiful insights that you've learned about since you took the time to read the Book of Our Heritage and the Art Scroll Commentary on Miguel's Rus and the Torah Wellsprings booklet. But anyways, let's get to today's Shmuse, which I found in the Book of Our Heritage, Sifrat by Rebel Yaukitov. So the Medrash Rus Rabbah says, Amar Reb Zeira, Megilazo ein balo temav lo taira, velo iser velo hatar, Technically, we didn't need Miglas for us to teach us matters of Tomen Taira or laws of what's permitted and what's forbidden. We could have learned all these lessons from other places in the Torah. So why was it written? To teach the reward that's reserved for people who perform acts of chasad, acts of kindness. Rus had this tremendous midah that B'nai Israel lacked at the time, and that's the midah of chesed. And throughout the Megillah, we see how Rus went out of her way to do chesed for her mother-in-law, Naomi. But here's the most amazing part. When's the first time that the Megillah mentions the kindness that Rus did? It was after Rus's husband died. You know, Rus would have been perfectly justified for for wallowing in her own pain. Like, here she was, a princess, who literally lost everything. But what does she do? She puts her own feelings aside, forgets her own troubles, and instead she focuses on her mother-in-law's needs. At a time when she herself was in the need of comfort, she literally transformed herself into a source of kindness, giving to Naomi without thinking about her own needs. So I was thinking, you know... It's really hard to feel sympathy for others when you yourself are going through something rough. A, because it's easy to get so wrapped up in your problems that you don't have the headspace for anyone else. And B, it's very common to fall into the trap of comparison. Like, I'm so sorry that I'm not shedding tears over the fact that your wedding gown seems to have shrunk over Pesach, but like, seriously, I have way worse problems than that. I don't even know when I'm ever going to have a wedding. So basically, what ends up happening is that instead of feeling compassionate towards others who are struggling and trying to help minimize their pain, we end up developing an attitude of, eh, it's not such a big deal. Like, my life is way more tragic. But guess what? It's not a contest of who has it worse. Instead of comparing our suffering to theirs, how about taking ourselves out of the picture, and just trying to be there for others. And by the way, added perk, when you help others, you become less focused on your own pain, and you actually feel good. My grandmother was such a giving person. 
always looking to make other people smile, hosting tons of Shabbos guests who are learning about Yiddishkeit, helping out in the community. And I hope that just like Russ, we could learn to give to others even when we ourselves may not have any everything that we want. <laughs>